When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Man, our friend Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. It's always another big week in the NFL. Fun week. You're betting on the games, fantasy football. The weather has changed. Now you're you're cooking out even more. And uh, we got all our pit masters out there throwing a bunch of protein on the grill, opening a an ice cold Stella Artois or Bush Light, and enjoying some NFL football. I didn't enjoy the game on Sunday, so I turned it off because I have that right. And uh, we're gonna have to talk about that here in a minute, and uh, Steve may think that the Cowboys just need to quit football. But until then, Steve joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And Steve, um, Skyline Chili, I was just told about this by Jason, and one, it it doesn't sound good, but, but one, is it good, and do you eat it a lot since you're in Cincinnati? No, it's, it's horrendous. That's it's what terrible. I thought. It's not chili. I don't know what it is. It is something people who grew up in Cincinnati seem to love. <laughs> and um, I go to Skyline Chili with my kids because they like spaghetti with the cheese that they put on it, which is like electric orange cheese. Ugh. But, um, you know, it's, it's fine. It's a good quick meal for the kids. Sure. Grab like a, some chicken tenders or something. They just, they just added chicken tenders to the menu. So that's reasonable. I'll oh. eat the chicken tenders and I'll eat the fries when I'm there. I will not touch the chili. I did try it once years ago, and it's it's not good. Okay. See, when when Jason described it to me, I thought the same thing, and it's it's something that Jason would like. But but Jason has the palate of you know like <sighs> Applebee's. So. Yeah. You know, I didn't think it sat when he described it to me before. I went, God, that sounds it sounds like SpaghettiOs when I was like five years old. And it's it's a a step down from Applebee's, I'll say. Oh my God. So this is a, uh, this is like a fast food chain? Yeah. You have uh, Skyline and then Gold Star. And that's what they do. It's it's basically like a meat sauce that 
they call chili, and they throw it on oh. spaghetti. Um, I had it when I was I was playing professional baseball way back in 04. I played in this area, so I tried it once back then. I have not touched it since. <laughs> so I'm, I'm almost 20 years free from, from Skyline Chili. Okay, does Chris Collinsworth claim that it's good? There's no way. No, Jeff, Jeff, I mean, uh, Chris eats at, at Jeff Ruby's, you know, the high-end restaurant. Chris has his own steak at Jeff Ruby's, which is the... Uh, you know, the top steakhouse in the area here. Chris Chris would never go to a Skyline. Absolutely not. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've been to Jeff Ruby's in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and Jeff Ruby's in Lexington, Kentucky. Both are excellent places. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Ruby's is the best. Yeah, yeah those are good. Steve Palazzolo, um, and that's the opposite of the Dallas Cowboys right now. They basically offense and defense. Um, so where the are 49ers, you? Sorry, the 49ers are Jeff Ruby's and the Cowboys are Skyline. Skyline Chili. There you go. That's great. All right. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you coming on the show. Um, <laughs> so should the Cowboys quit football? I mean, wh- where do we go from here knowing that they've got uh, the L.A. Chargers Monday? And can they turn this thing around, Steve? It's, the Cowboys are going to be a tough one to, to figure out because I still think that they're a very good team. Um but obviously, at some point, they have to show that they're a very good team against the other good teams. So it, it could just be that Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers and uh, Kyle Shanahan going up against Dan Quinn, their old, you know, old uh, teammates, right, um, coaching teammates. It might just be that the 49ers, not only are they a juggernaut, but they're also just a bad matchup for the Cowboys. That's certainly possible. And then the Cowboys – I still think they're a very good team, right? They go out there and they blow out bad teams. And I think that the Cowboys will be more competitive in the two games against the Eagles and in division matchups. But man, we're still asking that same question, you know, Hey, the Cowboys are good and they'll probably make the playoffs, but they're missing a lot. If you think they're going to you know, go to the NFC championship and beyond. And I think that was clearly evident on uh, Sunday night. Okay. I have a question. Why can't we just say that? Okay. I, I do think that they're talented, I don't think they're overly talented by any stretch. I think the media likes to hype, you know, some of their talent and then loves to hammer them um, when they're not as good. But why can't we say that, for example, the San Francisco, because you guys, I mean, y'all are the think tank for the NFL. Okay. And so y'all analyze and got all these analytics and so on. Why can't I say this, Steve, NFL insider Steve Palazzolo? That Howie Roseman, the general manager for the Philadelphia Eagles, spends 15 hours a day, at least, trying to make the Eagles better. And John Lynch tries to, uh, the general manager for the 49ers does the same thing. And I could go with the Chiefs and some other teams. And the Cowboys don't have a general manager. To me, this is simple math in a league where you're fighting for to be better by one millimeter. Why can't I frame it up that way, Steve? Uh, you can, because there's some, I mean, obviously there's some truth to that. I also, I also don't think that Dallas's personnel moves have been disastrous, you know, and, and it's not like, it's not like Jerry and Stephen Jones are the only ones making decisions, even if they might have the final say, they do have, they do have a good group there to aid them in personnel decisions. So, you know, it, it's, it's tough to completely frame it like that, but yeah, there might be some truth to it obviously but look i think i think dallas is you know i thought they made some of the right moves this offseason i don't know why brandon cooks has not been 
you know, Brandon Cooks was like the guy that you could give, you could throw him in any offense with any quarterback who's going to get you a thousand yards and be productive. And I'm not saying Dak's not that guy, but that was literally Brandon Cooks' entire career. Didn't matter who was thrown to him. Could be Davis Mills. Didn't matter. I mean, they have not, you know, gotten anything out of Brandon Cooks. You know, they tra- they traded for Stephon Gilmore. I thought it was a great move, but then Trevon Diggs gets hurt, and it kind of, you know, downplays the importance of that move. Or if you had Diggs and Gilmore out there, it'd be great. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of personnel moves that aren't really, in hindsight, bad. Um, but, you know, maybe either haven't worked out or, um, you know. So, it, you could frame it like that. That's fine. But I don't think Dallas's personnel is all that bad. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Whose fault is it? That, so Dak da- <laughs> was able to feed Cole Beasley. He was able to feed Amari Cooper. And up until this year, he was able to feed CeeDee Lamb. So those are all different players stylistically, and they all had big years with Dak. Is this on Dak? Is it on McCarthy? Is it on, you know, Jerry Jones' new girlfriend? What What are we doing? What, whose fault is it? I mean, it's all, I think it's always going to be a combination. You know, I, I, I still don't think we've seen a ton of Mike McCarthy's offense because they've been up or down a lot. But again, in this game, I think you see there's you know, when I said this before, right? McCarthy got criticized in Green Bay at the, at the very end because it was a lot of, "Hey, receiver, go go beat your guy, go win one on one, and Aaron Rodgers will get you the ball." And there wasn't a whole lot of scheming guys open, and and I think we started to see that the other night. You also just see this 49ers defense that's incredibly fast and flying around, and they're good. Right, they've got good. They got a good pass rush. They've got two of the best, the best linebacking core in the NFL. Great secondary. They're just good. And so, yeah, I think there's a combination of, of blame. Right, there's not that schemed up, open, uh, open throws for Dak Prescott. And also, he's just not playing all that well. And um, I don't care about the interceptions. Those all came late. Like he wasn't playing well before that, other than the throw to Kamonte Turpin. So there, it's it's all of them, right? It's it's all of them. It's I know you're a Dak guy, but it can't always be Jason Garrett, Kellen Moore, and Mike McCarthy. You know, at some point, 
in big games or, you know, when you need him, it's got to be Dak. And, you know, he, he deserves some of the blame as well. I agree. Uh, so what does he need to do as y'all, as y'all critique his game? I, I think there's got to be a little more aggressiveness to the offense. I'm, I'm sometimes I, I oversimplify things. There are, there are stretches in players' careers where you see the where quarterbacks just throw the ball short overall. I'm I'm gonna be like I don't know if you saw the the reporter that was asking James Franklin at Penn State. Yeah, why don't you just chuck it deep? Why don't you just tell Drew to throw it deep? So I'm gonna sound like that guy, um, which isn't really football, but I'm gonna oversimplify it. Uh, Matthew Stafford had points in his career where I think his offensive coordinators were had him checking down too much and probably too conservative. Uh, Derek Carr went through stretches like this. But those guys are good quarterbacks who can get the ball down the field. Dak is a good quarterback who can get the ball down the field. I think to oversimplify things, there needs to be more aggression. There needs to be more C.D. Lamb down the field and uh, Brandon Cooks down the field. And they have to find a way to create explosive plays and not just dink and dunk down the field. And, again, that doesn't mean just chucking it up into double coverage. It means, you know, a concerted effort from the offense to create explosives. And I know every coach is trying to do that, but – you got to force it a little bit more because Stafford came out of it when he got to a system that, or, you know, when the system allowed him to use his arm and throw the ball down the field more. Derek Carr came out of it when they had a deep threat um, that allowed him to throw the ball down the field or open things up down the field. Use, use Kevontae, I know Turpin got hurt, but use him more. You know, if he's got that type of deep speed, you know, the Lions do that with their number four receiver every single week, Khalif Raymond. That dude, he's, he's open for a 50-yarder seemingly every week. Those plays can be there. You have to have that balance of CD Lamb as a star, but you got to have a deep threat, and you got to take those shots down the field, and you got to open things up for CD and let him open things up for everyone else around. Him. So is that is that Dak or the play calling or both? No, that's it's both. Again, I, I think the play calling has to be more aggressive, and then the the QB has to be more aggressive, and you got to say, look, we're gonna. We're going to wait this out and, and you know, see this, uh, let, the, let, let plays develop down the field. Um, and, and, look, it's tough because I'm not, I mean, I'm not a play caller. And play calling is not just, like, call the right play. It's, it's a million different things rolled into one. It's playing to a QB's strengths. It's knowing where a QB sees the field well, where he doesn't see the field well. Um, you know, you, you can't. You can't just. I mean, we know that we know that Kyle Shanahan's good, right? You see him being good uh, yes. over and over again. But it's also tough to pinpoint. Like he just does this one thing well. Like he does a lot of things well, right? He he plays to Brock Purdy's strengths. He calls good plays that get guys open. He has good players who can get open, right? It's a lot of different things rolled up into one in San Francisco. So. It's not like this clean answer. Mike McCarthy just has to, like, call the better plays. It's, it's all of that stuff rolled into one, you know. All right. Pro Football Focus, NFL Insider, Steve Palazzolo on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Where are you with Russell Wilson now? Uh, we're five games in. Um, Sean Payton and the Broncos are not good. Um, you know, he mouthed off to Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets in the offseason. They just beat him last weekend. It looks like Sean may even have more work to do than he had in New Orleans post-Katrina. Granted, he did land Drew Brees, and Drew's shoulder was okay. So having said that, what, do, you, do you believe, hey, eventually in the next three to four to five to six weeks, this Sean Payton-Russell Wilson thing will start to gin 
and we'll get the lighter fluid going in the fire or Sean will eventually tell the ownership group that they're moving off Russell Wilson. I, if the Broncos defense was not historically bad, and they are historically bad, I mean, it is maybe the worst defense through five games of all time by certain measures. If that wasn't the case, we'd be talking more about Russell Wilson, not necessarily being back or being a, you know, a lead or top eight again, but just being better than last year. He's been better than last year. Last week he wasn't great, but I think we're starting to have more evidence when, when QBs go up against the Jets whether it's Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, now Russ, they don't play very well against that Jets defense. So I'm not going to hold that too much against them. Russell Wilson's been better. You know, they, I think uh, athletically he looks a little bit better than he did last year. The arm looks a little bit better than it was last year. There's absolutely some lulls in the offense where, much like last year, there's like a half where they don't even move the ball very well. And, uh, you know, Russ looks like he's just waiting to get sacked and not making throws. That's still there but not nearly as often as it was last year. So I think Russell Wilson looks better and looks like a guy, hey, you're stuck with this contract for the next two years. You could probably still win with him, right? He's like comebacks. He's you know, kind of almost let a comeback last week. He's done some good stuff. Okay. Uh, they got to figure out the defense, though, because it's otherworldly disgusting. So you expect it's Mahomes so and the Chiefs to torch them tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's football, and things change, and, you know, it's division matchup, and put all those caveats aside, the Chiefs offense that has not looked as good as they've been in the past, they play the Broncos two out of the next three weeks. So coming out of this, you know, there's a chance Mahomes in these two games against the Broncos in three weeks, it's like, you know, you know 700 yards in two games and eight touchdowns and no picks. Like, we could have another – yeah, there could be a couple beatdowns in there because, yeah, the Chiefs offense – it's a get-right game, potentially, multiple games here against the Broncos. Unless Denver just figures it out. And, and I know it's easy to say, hey, they're historically bad. Um, other defenses in the past have been terrible through five, six, seven games, and they've at least become competent. They've at least become competitive. So uh, there's a chance that could happen. But, yeah, on paper, it looks like the Chiefs should absolutely destroy the Broncos two out of the next three weeks. Okay, which means it won't happen maybe in one of the games. There, did I put enough caveats on that? Because it's NFL football, you don't know. It's a Thursday game. Who knows? I know. Yeah, yeah, Jason and I were absolutely. talking about that earlier, man. The NFL's different. You know, it's, yeah. I, I know we get blowouts, but high school and college is blowout city. This, uh, this not so much. Steve Palazzolo, PFF.com. Check it out today. Um, I mean, to say that they have great content on the site is an understatement. Okay. Let's go to the Patriots. And Belichick and Robert Kraft. I don't even know if this is as much about Mac Jones, but where are we headed here? You know, I know he's got all the, he's got a ton of equity and chips, but Robert Kraft is, I think now over 80 years old. They got used to winning. Um, they're not good. They're getting blown out. Speaking of blowouts, you're not, you're not supposed to get blown out in the NFL much, if any, right? because of, as you know, the way the whole thing is set up, not like high school and college football. Where's this going uh, could you see a divorce at some point? Uh, will Bill just be too hard-headed and Belichick be too hard-headed and egotistical? Yeah, I've, I've talked a lot about the Patriots in various places this week. It probably need an hour to talk about it. But I think, long story short, it already looked like a year where if the Patriots went 8-9 and nine or 7-10, and 10, we'd be asking those questions. Now, all of a sudden, it's been accelerated. They feel like a 7- or 8-win team. 
and they're now one and four. They've only scored 55 points, and they've just gotten beaten 72 to three over the last couple of weeks. So I think that whole discussion is being accelerated. Is Belichick the right guy going forward? And then the other tricky part is he's the GM and the head coach. So there's probably, you know, there's a lot of people who say, hey, Belichick the GM has failed Belichick the coach. And there's probably some truth to that. I don't think he's built a great team. But if you said, hey, Bill Belichick could be your head coach, I said, yeah, absolutely. He might not be – it doesn't mean he's going to win championships like he did before, but he's still a good head coach overall. And so I I don't think there's a world where, you know, Robert Kraft comes in and is like, hey, we're going to get you a GM. You just focus on the coaching. I think it's all or nothing. And so it's going to happen at some point. It's either this year or next year that I think they move on. And it's like a whole new world in New England, and they do have a divorce. I don't know what kind of patience, you know, Robert Kraft has, you know, son Jonathan maybe taking over more of the responsibility. But um, they, to me, the, the post-Brady era for the Patriots has been they beat teams that they're supposed to beat. They lose teams that they're supposed to lose to. They're a mediocre team. But now they've actually hit rock bottom, and they're worse than that. And that could accelerate the whole transition to just something new in New England. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow. Can you imagine if Belichick and Kraft divorce? Uh, and he's over 70. Do you think he would still try to find another gig? It's funny because I, I thought Pete Carroll, a couple, you know, Pete Carroll is just like a ball of energy. I'm not saying Belichick's not, but they have different personalities. But I thought Pete Carroll was done with rebuilding, and all of a sudden Seattle has this quick rebuild in their back with Geno Smith, and he's over 70 as well. You know, it's doable. It's absolutely doable. I, I, don't, I don't know about Belichick going somewhere else, though. It would have. It's not like he's going to go to the Chargers or – you know, some it would have to be a high-profile team. Does he go back to the Giants to finish his career? I don't know. It, there's so much to, that goes into building a team. It, I have a feeling this would be it for Belichick, unless he wanted to play the Bill Parcells role, you know, play GM or whatever it might be. But oh, I don't know. Can you imagine it. Steve Palazzolo having Belichick as your general manager and you're the head coach? No, it, and that, you know, that's not necessarily – his strength. I don't want to, you know, again, I, my, long story short, I believe my theory on it is I think Belichick's team building has been skewed by having Tom Brady because whether he made good moves or bad moves, they were pretty much in the AFC championship uh, every year. They made bad. They had the worst receiving core in the NFL and they still made the AFC championship in 2006 and in 2013. When he made good moves, they were competing for Super Bowls. So it feels like Belichick built a similar team. And he said, oh, I've won with, you know, bad receivers before. I've won with a bad offensive line. I've won with a bad defense before. So it skews his moves because I think Tom Brady elevated everything. 
So now when you have Mac Jones and you don't have Tom Brady and you make the same moves you used to make, all of a sudden you're bad. You're your mediocre team or worse. So that's where I don't I mean, I wouldn't necessarily trust Belichick the GM over Belichick the coach. So yeah, I don't know what that post Patriots career might look like. When you're ranking let's go to the Eagles and AJ Brown from Mississippi. When you're ranking wide receivers this year, where is AJ? First, second, third, fourth? I, I don't know where our actual grades have him, but he's always pretty much in my top five because he has those he has those games where he could take over. Now he did it the last two weeks where it's just, hey, we're in a shootout against Washington. I'm going to be the guy that's going to um, get down the field and make a play uh, after the catch or at the catch point. So he can win multiple ways. He's a big play threat. I mean, A.J. Brown is a he's a top five receiver for me because he's a force multiplier for the offense. And, you know, in games where they need him, he creates big plays. So I don't know where our actual grades have him this year. But, yeah, I think he's still outstanding. Good grief he is. All right, last one, Gardner Minshew. He's now going to start for a while. What are your expectations? He's been fantastic. Those two relief outings behind Anthony Richardson, and he just makes good decisions. He's accurate and on time. And, you know, Indy's sitting here at three and two and pretty competitive now in the AFC South. Minshew's worst game was his start against Baltimore. They still won it in overtime. He had some bad plays in there. But, yeah, I think he'll be what he is, you know, be pretty good, run the offense, and, and keep Indy competitive. I think they have a chance if it's six games. I mean, it sounds like Richardson's going to miss a while, so six, eight, ten games, whatever it might be, I think, you know, they will be a 500-ish type of team with Minshew. Okay. You like, do you, Colts at the Jaguars. Jags are a four-point favorite. You going Jags? Yeah, I, Jags seem to own Indy at home. It'll be a, a no, sorry. Yeah, it's, a, it's in Jacksonville, right? So yes. They seem to own Indy at home. So I, I there's a there's this historical precedent there that I usually don't care about, but I think matters in this case. And um, I think the Jags, should find their footing. You know, they're another team that has to be consistent week to week, but they're coming off a huge win, and I think they've got um, they've got the ability to go on a little bit of a run here. So, yeah, I like the Jags. Um, all right. Dallas stays on the West Coast. They're playing the Chargers. I've got one minute. It's minus two and a half Dallas. I don't know if they just stayed out there this week. They may have. Um, yeah. Who do you like and why? I, I think Dallas does a great job of bouncing back. Um, this I think this is one of the games of the week. I like that it's Monday Night Football. Dallas has a, does a great job of bouncing back as soon as people start writing them off and yelling at them on the yelling shows. <laughs> so I think Dallas will play a good game. But I'm also ready for the Chargers to kind of like turn a corner as well and be what I expected them to be this offseason. So I think it's going to be a great game. I'll, I'll buy into Dallas bouncing back, though. Okay. On, uh, on Monday Night Football. Not having to... Like the Mike McCarthy era, they have not lost two games in a row. I don't, maybe not ever, but often. They certainly haven't done it often. So I think Dallas bounces back. All right, man. Get you some uh, Skyline chili for lunch. Get ready no, for the weekend. <laughs> and uh, is it raining up there? Just nice day? No, it's beautiful. It, it is. It, there's like three weeks of fall up here. We're right in the middle of it. Enjoy it, my man. 60s. All righty. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Site is loaded with good content for you for the weekend. This is week six of the NFL. Somebody questioned me yet. Cowboys at the Chargers. So they were just in the Bay Area. They're staying on the West Coast. So uh, That's not ideal, but back-to-back weeks on the West Coast, played in the Bay Area, got smoked. Now you play in L.A against the L.A. Chargers, which I like to refer to them as the San Diego Chargers. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.